Hey, what's going on, everybody? Is this thing on? Anyway, um, yeah, this is Rod. And Denise. And we decided to start a little very super fancy limited short podcast series. It's a spinoff. It's of, a spinoff, yeah. Of the LPP and Mascot Diaries. Sure. Because I was drunk enough and bored enough to do this, you guys. This is true. I hope you appreciate this. So we knocked out like four quote unquote episodes in like two hours. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we have a month's worth of episodes, at least for now, in the can. We're hoping that by the time the fourth one comes out, all of this bullcrap is over. But we'll still record it maybe like two Yeah, or but three we're more. still thinking, we're still thinking like two or three more people we want to um, get on, on an episode. Um, and anyway, yeah, so basically we just thought it'd be interesting to document all the stuff that's going on and how it's affecting some of our friends that we've made in real life and in podcasting and yeah so that's basically what this is because real life and podcasting is different you guys <laughs> well you know what i mean that we know in person that we <laughs> anyways whatever um yeah so that's what this is uh so yeah if if um yeah i guess that's it right yeah yeah it's called the rona diaries yeah the rona diaries wait rona or corona corona i think we switched it up I yeah i think in the theme song you said corona but it was supposed to be rona no, but then that wouldn't make sense. Rona Diaries. No. Mm, okay. Just Corona Diaries. Well, anyways, fine. here's our beautiful intro, everybody. Oh, by the way, this will likely be the only episode that has an intro. All the other ones that'll just go straight into the, the quote-unquote interview, which yep. is not really an interview, but you know what I mean. And uh, yeah. Okay. All right. My Corona Diaries. Rudy. I'm ready. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. What? Are you trying to... Damn are it. you like... This is on the podcast. I'm getting... Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. So now Damn we're going to start. Are we okay. getting into it? Okay. okay so now, now we're going to get into it. Now we're going to get into it. All right. No do-overs. Now we're starting. Oh, Three, my God. Two, one. Two, one. All right. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, our very uh, first... No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Welcome, everybody. And today we have the rude dog if you know denise and i from our listening party podcast days like 10 years ago yeah <laughs> then you obviously <laughs> then you obviously know the rude dog because he's like yes. one of our most prolific uh, guests that we ever had and he's a, a long time friend of ours yeah so anyway rude dog say hi to the folks out there well hello everybody living that quarantine life trying to stay safe <laughs> save lives stay home yes and that's why we're here we we brought back, we brought back the podcast because number one i'm drunk enough and number two I want to see what everyone's doing, like, on their quarantine life, like, stage or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, Rudy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, the kind of work that you do, if, if that's okay, if that's something you want to share, and how... Yeah, that, that's... Yeah, and how it's changed since all this crazy uh, safer-at-home stuff started happening. Well, thankfully, I am considered a... Well, depending on how you, want, how you want to look at it, I'm considered an essential worker. I do work in the food industry. So when people panic, it's unfortunate and it's you know sad to see people act a certain way. But for us, because we're in the food industry, we uh, distribute milk, we distribute uh, lunch meats. So that's high on demand right now. So we are working 11 uh, hours a day, six days a week. So we're working, we're cranking at work. And you know, no matter how, how much people panic, they're never going to stop eating. So that's the good thing for us. But you know, just trying to see when all this chaos will end and get back to normal. I have not stopped eating since I went on quarantine. <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's the only downside. I mean, I've never been one to diet, 
I never have, but, you know, I've been in the gym pretty consistently and just hitting the iron and seeing a change in, in my, uh, you know, physical appearance. And now with the gym's closed. Oh, that's right. I have weights in my, I, I know I have weights in my house and I know what to do to stay fit, but I've kind of, you, I'm not panicking. I utilize the time just to get my body a rest. I haven't touched a weight in almost a month. I just kind of just been, cause prior to that, it was my birthday. Uh, mm-hmm. when, I, when all this started happening. And so, uh, you know, I just kind of just been chilling and just give my body a rest. But, um, I do find myself, like Denise said, I find myself snacking and eating. I'm not even hungry, but, you know, I'm sitting here trying to listen to what, uh, you know, our, uh, our, those who are in charge are advising us to do. So I'm just staying home, only going out if necessary. But I find myself Netflix, and Hulu, and HBO uh, now, uh, all, all the, you know, Disney Plus. I'm just running through them all. But, you know, you sit on the couch <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, what do I got in the fridge? Well, I got, I got this ice cream. I got that ice cream. Oreo yeah. cookie ice cream, Snicker ice cream. I don't have ice <laughs> yeah, cream, I Daniel. Now just snacking, snacking and snacking and snacking. I'm not even hungry. Damn. And I'm snacking and snacking. And you know what? I'm sitting here and you're getting ads on Instagram for food. Well, you know what? Well, I don't need to go out, but I can risk it to get a stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. Shout out to Sandra. So. Sandra. Essential worker, Sandra. <laughs> yeah, essential worker, Sandra. I don't go to her store, but I go to Pizza Hut. Yeah, but yeah, 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 that's what I've been doing. You know, I, I, a lot of people have their different take on what's happening. Some people, you know, say, oh, it's fake, I don't believe in it, don't be afraid. <laughs> to me, I just try to use, you know, uh, a little bit of common sense along with just, uh, you know, depending, we don't know how bad it is until it actually hits home and then everybody, it's too late to panic then. So I'd rather just use precaution. Um, you know, I just try to stay safe as I can. I'm not afraid to live, but I, I still use wisdom and I'm not, you know, careless or reckless either. And I don't go out there just, you know, it's just, it's sad now that it's come to that where, you know, I finally did find myself Yesterday, the first day, I finally found myself using a mask um, just because I think now it's it's the new norm. It makes other people feel comfortable. I'm not afraid, but it's now like you're not wearing a mask. People look at you or like, hey, you know, don't stand real close to me. So just to make everybody else feel more at ease and I'm in close quarters, even though they try to tape everything off and say, say, uh, stay six feet away. And they, you know, sometimes people get closer than they should and, you know. Just using precautions, really, what it is. But um, I think it's just with everything that's happening, it's gotten better. But the first few weeks were really bad, and it was really shameful to see how jealous—not uh, not so much jealous—how selfish. selfish people could act. Yeah. You know, with, yeah. with uh, hoarding, hoarding stuff, and not so much, you know, hey, you got to leave me toilet paper. But I mean, you know, just for the elderly. I mean, I really felt bad. You know, as I'm getting older, uh, I just celebrated my 45th birthday. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel young, I'm getting up there, and you know, my my mom's in her 60s, and and, and I feel bad if she can't get supplies because, you know, somebody's got, you know, you know, 40 rolls of toilet paper or 40 packs of toilet paper before they put a limit. You know what I'm saying? And it was just sad to see humanity and how selfish we can get. And it really, I hate to sound like, like a book or like a cliche. It, it, it was like the walking dead. You see how people would panic. You know? yeah. And I think we would kill ourselves before any virus or infection would because of just a selfishness and me first. So now I think people are starting to come along a little more. I myself only bought what I needed and I bought extra not to hoard, but in case I got a big family, in case my family needs something. My dad told me the same, Hey, if I got something, you come to my house and, you know, get what you need and, you know, take some water, take this, you know, because I do work with the, with the milk and, and deli meats, you know, they've offered me certain items as well. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, I just bought, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds of turkey meat. And I was like, I'm not going <laughs> to eat it all. I can't start on my freezer, but I'm going to give some away because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And I just want to be prepared, you know, so just yeah. use caution to use wisdom is what I'm trying to do. 
Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, that that first week when when I guess things started getting a little serious. Yeah, it was crazy because Denise and I, Denise and I only shop for groceries like once a week. You know what I mean? We just get a week's worth of groceries, and that's kind of it. And yeah, it just so happened that you know it was the week when things got crazy, and there was like nothing on the shelves. And I mean, we were still able to find everything we needed for the week and stuff. But but yeah, it was just crazy, like the long grocery lines and all that. It was unlike anything we'd ever experienced before, I guess. And uh, I mean, we didn't go to costco i told my parents like don't go to costco like they're still going out and stuff like once every like week and a half or whatever just to the grocery store but um yeah i was like dude don't go to costco and like we're not trying to go to costco we're not trying to go to a lot of places just you know the pet pet store every two weeks and then and ralph's every week but um so yeah we haven't really experienced like anything like that that crazy as like costco i was like hell no i'm not going over there dude and like my parents yeah. are kind of arty hoarders, so they have <laughs> they had like a bunch of water and like toilet paper. And as soon as they still like to- toilet paper and like paper goods are out, like I started like rationing it or whatever. You know what I mean? Only two like, squares. Yeah. Two, two squares. squares. <laughs> yeah, half a paper towel. <laughs> two squares, and yeah. if you still got some, uh, go rinse off in the shower. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so you know when everything happened, like I mentioned. My birthday was March 15th, and I think HBD. the chaos started, which was on a Sunday, and that's pretty much when yeah, it started. Yeah, that's, that's when it started, I was yeah. In Lof- I, I, yeah. I was in Laughlin. Yeah, so that's I right. I didn't know really what was going on. I'm seeing, you know, I, I was enjoying my time out there, but, you know, every now and again, you fire up Instagram or, or uh, you know, uh, Facebook, and, and it, you just see people posting about, there's no toilet paper, and I'm like, what's going on? You know, I don't know what's going on, what's happening. And then uh, a few people called me for my birthday. Hey, happy birthday. You know, stay safe. I'm like, what are you talking about? Stay safe. <laughs> well, yeah, because in Laughlin, it's not extremely far away. You know, it's right there, the outskirts of uh, Arizona. And, um, you know, it's sad that I think SoCal residents always panic. You know, they always say, you know, we're used to the easy weather. We're used to, you know, no rain. And we panic at the first sign of everything. So out there, it wasn't like over here. Nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was. Everybody's touching the, the machines, you know, sitting down next to each other. Um, so I, I got a heads up. I got the call. Hey, you know, be careful when you come back, things are getting kind of bad. So on my birthday, unfortunately, I just took a drive over to Bullhead, Arizona, and I just got some essentials. There was some stuff on the shelves. Um, there were some items that were missing, but not like over here. So I went ahead and got, you know, some essentials and stocked up on a little bit of things. But when I came back home, I just wanted to go get some meat just cause I'm, I'm a meat eater. And there was, I mean, yeah, nothing right. on the show. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing. No tortillas, no bread, dude, yeah. no right? milk, no eggs. And I was like, what the heck is going it on? It was crazy, so, dude. That, that first weekend, yeah. that, that Friday the 13th weekend, it was crazy over here. Yeah, that, that's uh, that weekend that we went out and there was like, yeah, there was no meat. There was no eggs. <laughs> no yeah, tortillas. We, we yeah, go- that, that's, that's the day I left. And for us, we were eating good. We were eating, you know, like, myself. We were... Like I said, we the restaurants over there weren't affected, you know. So we were eating that claim jumper. We were eating that, you know, at uh, at the, at the uh, just eat in and out, eating wherever we wanted to, and, and the and the restaurants in the casino, and there was no shortages, there was nothing. But the janitor, uh, one of the casinos, told me, "Hey, you know, it's getting pretty bad, man. There's no no paper no more. You know, oh, people are buying up all the paper, even for us. So, you know, that's when I kind of started getting signs and this and that. And I'm looking on Facebook, and then, you know, like they said." Sometimes we are our own enemy and we start posting things. Hey, I think there's no paper. People start panicking and they repost stuff. And I, you know, I posted it on my Facebook how I'm all for people helping each other out. 
But I think it's just idiocy when people post something that's not true and has no no truth to it. And, and somebody posted about, hell, yeah, you know, don't take ibuprofen because it kills you. There's zero scientific facts <laughs> huh. to support that. And I, I, I'd be happy if somebody even shared a Wikipedia page. We all pretty much get our information from the Internet. But there is no documentation of that. And they don't even use the proper drug name. They use the brand name, buy Tylenol. Well, Tylenol is acetaminophen, you know. They're saying don't buy a leaf. Don't buy Motrin, you know, buy Tylenol. Like, and everybody yeah, reposts it. Yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, look, you can post whatever you want. It's your Facebook. But don't waste my time and inbox <laughs> me and Messenger. Because I'm, I'm either not going to read it or read it so you can see that I read it and never respond to you. And I tell people, don't send me that dumb stuff, you know. And I post it on my Facebook. Like, people are so, you know, foolish to believe the first thing they read and they repost it. It's like when everybody was posting, you know, I do not give. Facebook my permit uh, permission to repost oh, my yeah, images, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's like no you yes, moron you jackass the minute you sign up on Facebook they have authorization to repost everything because it's their platform so, yeah anything you, know, you or post people, or people, on those, put, yeah. I, people, but I do not own the rights to this music like oh that's gonna make it uh, okay that you're using the copyrighted music on your Instagram yeah Metallica still gonna complain about that so, <laughs> oh, God. you know it's just Lars Oldrich is gonna come after you fucking Lars <laughs> <laughs> yeah people you know people panic me and hey, hey, I'm all for somebody trying to help somebody out, but then people take it as facts. And that's how the panic happens, you know? Somebody posts, hey, there's no paper. There's no toilet paper, so everybody runs out and buys it up. Somebody posts, hey, you know, don't use ibuprofen, you know, use uh, Tylenol. So then everybody goes and buys up all the Tylenol. You know, um, it's just, you know, things start spreading. I had somebody sent me a text. They know, you know, I'm 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 a divorced guy. Well, I got a girlfriend now, but you know they're like, hey, bro, hey. You gotta be careful, man. There's there, there's a shortage of condoms out there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so is that, is that the new thing that we got to worry about? And I'm like, oh man, I gotta go, you know, to Costco and buy me a, a hundred count of uh, condoms. You know, there's a shortage of them, and it's like people post your and, supply. you know repost the most, the most stupidest stuff. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I don't think I should have a problem because people are embarrassed to buy condoms as is. I don't know why. You know, I've always been happy and i brag i'll throw a box on the counter like that means i'm getting some why am i gonna be embarrassed for it? Oh, i don't want nobody to see it's like hey man i'm gonna slam that box on the counter and, like, and make the lady behind the counter feel embarrassed oh you're getting that and the one with the ring on it huh? yeah for her pleasure Ooh, hey, ribbed. Damn. Uh, what was I gonna say? well yeah. yeah i mean speaking of that so you know for people who know us from our previous podcast i know i i'm gonna stop saying that because that, that sounds did, really like, lame 10 years ago uh, Calm down, bro. Um, anyways, so yeah, so as long as the Rude Dog came on the Listening Party podcast, it was always, you know, the, the, the Bachelor Rude Dog, you know what I mean? But now, yeah, there's a recent development. The Rude Dog has a lady friend. And yeah, so how are you guys dealing with, with that? Like love in the time of uh, coronavirus, as I've seen a lot of people post on <laughs> social media. Well, 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 the thing is, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting. I mean, for me, I think that's really what's kept me on my toes because... Um, you know, I'm not just taking care of myself anymore. Uh, even though she lives on her own and she's a dependent woman, I uh, want to make sure that that she's taken care of. And I tell her, look, I know you're able. I know you're you're a good woman, or else I wouldn't be attracted to you. It's not just physical; it's the, woman and the caliber of woman that you are. I said, but I want to protect you and make sure you don't have to go out and fight in line with some moron. Not so much anymore because now there's limits on things. But you know, I don't want somebody pushing her out of the way to to get the last bag of rice or you know toilet paper. And so for me. You know, I always say it all the time, you know, I'm hood. There's a difference in being ghetto and being hood. Ghetto is when you got no class. Hood is when you know how to act. Yeah, you know, street you were smart. raised rough. So, <laughs> so, you know, I know all the hot spots. I knew where to go to buy, you know, 
people say, hey, there's no rice, there's no beans. Well, you got to go to the paisa spots. That's where I grew up. Super. That's where I knew where to go. You know, I found two five-pound bags of rice, tomato sauce, and, you know, uh, uh, the whole beans and bought eight pounds of beans. And so I just make sure I took care of things on this end so that yeah. I can have enough for me, for my girl. When she goes home, she doesn't have to worry. I went to Target. I didn't go up four in the morning or three in the morning and stand in line because I refused to panic. I just went at 8.15 when they opened at 8 and just got the, the big roll of toilet paper, gave it to her, and I said, you know, I, I'll make manitude what I have. I'm one person here by myself, and, you know, if I can't ration for rows, there's something wrong with me. You know, there's a shower right there. I'll just jump right in. So, but, yeah, everything's <laughs> been going good, you know, um, at the same time using wisdom, telling her to use wisdom. And, uh, again, I'm not living in fear. I'm just using wisdom because, you know, we don't know what's going to happen or what's going on. And, you know, just the news is just depressing. All of this is oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah, negativity yeah. And, and, you know, so much it changes from day to day. So believe what you want to believe. No, yeah, that's for sure, dude. I mean, yeah, if you just have the news on all day, it's it's crazy. It's 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 insane how much fear mongering there is out there. And granted, they yeah. do try to spread some, you know, important information. But at the same time, it's like... And actually, earlier today, Denise and I were having dinner and the TV just happened to be on in the background. And this guy was just like... And today, there's been a uh, hundred more deaths in California, and on to the weather now. And it's like, what the? F-? Yeah, it's just so weird. And uh, yeah, you you definitely don't want to normalize that. You know what I mean? Because that's that's people, that's relatives, that's yeah. So anyway, but yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, just I go read an article at the end of the day to just kind of catch up on anything, <clears throat> any new developments or anything yeah. like that. No need to have the news on twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the one thing I've always said is that even at my job, I said, uh, you know, people are always going to want the opposite of, of what they can't have. You know, at our job, oh, yeah, they sure. tell us to, they, they, they tell us to do safety precautions. Hey, if you're going to go up on a forklift and somebody's going to pick you up, don't stand on the blades. You have to use a, a harness. You have to use a cage. And everybody's like, nah, I'm not going to do all that. I'm not going to fall. Now, if the job didn't provide that, guys would say the opposite. I'm not going to stand on the forklift. What if I fall? So everybody <laughs> always wants the opposite of what they can't have. And, you know. I've seen the, the the pictures and the images on Facebook and they talk about how we always had time to go outside and go to the parks and go for walks and everybody's stuck on their phone. Everybody's stuck, you know, on their laptop. All the kids are stuck on their iPads. And now that we're asked to stay in, it should be easy, but everybody want, just wants to go outside and everybody just wants to go to the beach. And everybody all of a sudden now wants to go on hikes and go on trails and all this, you know, so it's, it's always, you don't know what you have until it's gone. And so, you know, uh, I think people are having a hard time adjusting, but, uh, it's kind of, you just feel like you're stuck, you know? So for me, I was on vacation when everything happened. And, um, you know, I was honestly looking forward to going back to work because I was already just chilling at home. And then it's like, you know, I heard everybody say, I can't go anywhere. You know, they want us to stay home. So I'm like, well, at least I'm still working. So thank God all we do is, you know, we do work, but we mess around all day at work and joke and tease each other. And, you know, and even that, we were getting, you know, pretty, uh, congested at work because it's that's not really a place where you can stay away from persons you know you're, you're working side by side you're driving a forklift you're throwing boxes and so they're trying to set up precautions at our job too but you know we got truck drivers coming in and so it's you know just the more the, the more scary things get just the more difficult it becomes to try to make sure you know you remember to do this or do that because we're creatures of habit and every day we do this we, we touch a forklift we touch this without gloves without a mask and so now it's just trying to, you know, use a little bit of wisdom and just seeing uh, how the company reacts and how they respond. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully, like I said, this thing ends soon and we can get back to normal. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, 
I definitely respect all the essential workers, like especially in the hospitals and stuff and the food industry. And, you know, we've been trying to support local businesses, not like food wise, but things like more of like breweries. because We could just like wipe that down. Denise is a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and that too. But it also pisses me off, like, the people that can work from home, but their bosses don't let them. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but, yeah, like, I know someone else who is in, you know, the same field as Rod, like, property management, and they, they're going to work, but not as often. Like, they're still working from home, and, like, they have, and I know why they haven't done it for you, but I just feel like you, they're really taking advantage of you or whatever, and, like, I've said this before, like 10 years ago on our, our old podcast, <laughs> that they just freaking take advantage of you. Or well, we're not here to talk about me. We're talking about Rudy. They haven't left the house. Or, <laughs> no, it, this is how Rudy's life has changed, how our life has changed or whatever. Like, I feel like your bosses haven't freaking left the house. And I know one had just popped out a baby or whatever, but still, like the other one, like, I feel like she hasn't gone into the office or whatever. And like, you have to go freaking every single day because there's mail every single day or whatever i just did the hand quotes or whatever finger quotes whatever um but whatever like i don't appreciate that like and whatever and i'm just putting it out there and yeah, yeah. well you know what to, to to second that we had a big meeting at our job and we were talking about you know <clears throat> as things are progressing and again the news is posting how more deaths are happening more cases are happening you know, we, we told our job, when is it going to come to the place where we're going to get paid more money? I understand that each company is different and we're not Walmart, we're not Target, we're not so-and-so. But, you know, these essential workers, grocery store workers, they're getting paid $2 more an hour. Yeah. What are we going to get? And and the company says, oh, well, you know, now these are the words from my boss. Well, you know, you guys are not in any danger because as long as you do the social distancing six feet, as long as you wash your hands. Um, I said, no, that's not true because I don't sleep with that guy at his house and, and that guy at his house. And it's all cross-contamination. Everybody that's in his house, I come to contact when he passes by me. And, you know, I don't live my life washing my hands. We work in freezers, so you're wearing gloves. Sometimes you take your glove off to write something. You don't constantly wash your hands. I mean, you try, but, you know, your hands are going to get freezing cold and, and you're constantly washing hands. It, 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 we don't do that. And I said, it, it's, the, the sad thing is I told him, where is our human resources lady? I'll tell you where she's at. She's working safe from home. Mm -hmm. Where is our uh, district manager? He's working safe from home. Yeah, well, guys, understand, you know, they have multiple facilities that they run, and they don't really have a home (laughs) base anyway. They said, no, that's not true, because they're here two days out of the week. They're in Ontario two days out of the week. They're in Anaheim two days out of the week. I said, so now that it's convenient, the, the human resources lady is telling us we're in no danger. Well, she's safe at home. Why don't you have her come here and let me cough all over her and tell her to go wash her hands and tell her, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're safe. Because, you know, I, and I told her, but it's okay. Because I think now more than ever, I heard somebody say uh, on a podcast somewhere, you're really going to see the <laughs> the caliber and, and, and how multiple companies really care for their employees right now. And I told my boss, you guys are never going to pay us more money until the government forces you to. And I said, so when this is all said and done, just remember that you're going you're gonna to lose all of our respect company morale is going to be at an all-time low and don't ever come and ask me to do you a favor because you know you guys refuse to help us and you're only going to do it unless somebody forces you it's like the dad who loves his kid and wants to be there for his kid and the dad that never does until the government forces him to, to pay child support yeah you may be paying child support <laughs> only because you got forced to 
And I told him, he's like, oh, come on. I said, I realize we're just a number. <laughs> that's all we are. No, come on, guys. That's not true. If it was up to me, I said, oh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it, it, you know, we're essential according to who? Not according to our company, according to, you know, government standards or whatever. But, you know, again, that's just job politics. But I get what you're saying, Denise. I, you have, a, you know, a reason to be angry and to have anger because I am. You know, oh, I told yeah. my boss, if it was up to me, you know, I'm risking every day coming out. Because there's, you know, for our, our job, we don't even have a regular restroom for the drivers. They have to use a porta potty outside. There's no water, running water for them. Oh, so then they yeah. use that restroom. Wow. Then they don't wash their hands. They're coming in and they're touching our doors. They're touching, you know, the clipboards and everything, signing stuff out, you know. And, yeah, I tell them I try as best I can to wash my hands. But sometimes you forget. And by human nature, you go to scratch your eye or you go to you know, move your face mask with your hand. And, you know, you, your fingers get close to your face. It's just there's danger everywhere. But... Again, like I told him, it's sad to say, like it always happens at our job, somebody's going to have to get hurt or somebody's going to have to get infected. And then, the, you know, the issue is going to hit the fan and oh, then yeah. they're going to panic and be like, hey, you know, when guys don't want to come to work, then they're going to want to pay us more money. So it is what it is. Stop is politics. But, you know, like I said, I'm just hoping this whole thing ends. But once it does, like I told my boss, you know, you guys are going to forget about it, but we're not. We're going to remember how you treated us and how you didn't you know, honor the fact that we're coming every day. Don't tell me you appreciate me and give me a handshake because a handshake doesn't pay the bills. And I'm risking my life coming out here to make sure that, you know, sure the short uh, stores are, are stocked, you know, and pulling pallets of milk, pulling pallets of meat, you know, and, and you know, I, I can get a thank you from somebody on the street, but my own company can't thank me. So it is what it is. What can you do? Damn. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's for sure, dude. And And that definitely is true. Like right now, yeah, is when a lot of companies are, are really going to, Yeah, that that's basically like when they're going to be like, oh, yeah, like, you really appreciate me? Okay, well, you didn't show it when, you know, it really meant something. And yeah, no, that's yeah. true, dude. That's true. For sure. That, but this is something like you're saying that, but you're not thinking about it like in your company, which pisses me off. Whatever, oh, because, oh, dude. Dude, like, I'm by whoa, myself. Whoa, whoa. Like, no, 90 no, no. <laughs> There's another person in the office. You're still running around doing errands. You're still going to like sign checks. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. And let this me. This isn't about me. This is about Rudy. No, this no, is no, a Rudy phone call. This is about everyone. <laughs> this is about everyone in the conversation, dude. When they made that announcement, like only essential workers to go out. I kid you not. Two minutes later, twenty minutes later, but like it was like damn, like seriously. Rod, Rod's boss was like, oh, good thing we're essential workers. Okay, like, but to like, be fair, damn, to be bro. fair, to be fair, if you look at the at the state of emergency ordinance from the governor, it does state property management is essential business. Can you work from home a few days out of the week to protect yourself a little bit? Okay, like, I can, but then that would mean that a fellow coworker of mine would be out of work. Oh, yeah. Well, that's their fucking fault, dude. No, like, but that sucks. Because I mean, they're crazy. Like, Anyways, whatever. All right, oh, whatever, you're gonna whatever, whatever. Edit this, you're going to edit this. Rudy, whatever, Rudy, whatever. Rudy. So we don't want to <laughs> Better not edit this. We don't want to take too much more of your time. Rudy, is I love there you. Any, <laughs> <laughs> is there any words that you kind of want to, you know, just anything that you want to put out there in the universe to just kind of, you know, I don't know, help people out in this time, kind of get us by or something? Because... Honestly, you know, there's people who are hopeful who are kind of saying like, hey, you know, you know, Donald Trump a couple weeks ago was saying, hey, by Easter, I want the churches packed and all that. <laughs> so let's say it's not Easter, but let's say, you know, it's relatively soon, hopefully. Is there anything you want to put out there to people who maybe, you know, are having a difficult time, maybe are out of work, 
maybe do need to file for unemployment or something, maybe aren't as lucky as us who do get to still, you know, bring home a paycheck as per normal. Who is there aren't any- essential. <laughs> is there anything? <laughs> is there anything you want to tell people to just kind of get them by? And uh, yeah, that's it. Just just something that you want to put out there. Some positivity. Well, the only thing I, uh, the only positive note I want I want to say is uh, just that we try to respect each other and each other's because uh, we all have different beliefs. You know, um, I love my brother, and you know, if you <laughs> see his Snapchats or his uh, Instagram posts, he's always posting "f this virus, it's fake," blah blah blah. Oh, That's you're talking about Rick. Opinion. He can have that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can have that. He can have that opinion. You know, but there's some people that are afraid. There's some people that. So uh, you know, even me, I went to visit my other brother Raymond last week. And just to respect him and his wife and his kids, I said, look, bro, I came to pick something up from your house. I'm just going to park and just put it in, 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 in my back window because I don't live with you. And I said, whether this virus is real or it's not or it really is something, I said, you know, I work with a bunch of different people. I work with a bunch of different drivers that come in and out. I don't want to be infected, not knowing that I'm infected and not taking it serious and go in your house and God forbid your four-year-old son gets sick or your daughter gets sick or your wife gets sick. So let's just use precaution. And and so, you know, and he says, no, I I get it, man. I respect that. And it's like, you know, that's one thing I wish we would do, whether people are afraid of or not, you know, I I love you guys. And I really do. I appreciate your guys' friendship. I'm not going to go over and say, Hey, well, you know, I'm here to kick back and hang out and, you know, have Denise feel uncomfortable. Like, Oh man, you know, I don't have an extra mask and, you know, Brad, can you tell Rudy to go home? And I'm like, no, don't be a sissy. You know, this virus isn't real. Like, you know, I think we just need to respect each other's because we all have different thoughts. We all have different, um, you know, opinions of what's happening. And so to me, you know, people can, they have the right to post whatever they want. Some people are really afraid, some people are not. But as far as you said, as far as, you know, positive as well, which is, I've done the same. I've tried to just support small businesses in any way that I can. Um, you know, it's hard because sometimes I'm used to going to the big chain places, but I do go to like the smaller places now because they're the ones that are really hurting. They're the ones that don't yeah, no, for sure. That big, you know, that big uh, bank account to fall back upon, you know, mm-hmm. um, even just going to like, a, you know, Tams instead of going to McDonald's, you know, I was talking to one <laughs> of the guys and I think he's a new owner there. And, you know, I said, man, man, how's business? He said, it's, it's rough. I said, really? I said, well, the draft you looks pretty packed. He says, yeah, it's just, it's maybe towards the night, but during the day, you know, nobody comes in there anymore. And it's, it's just, we're just trying to stay afloat. And, you yeah. know, you realize, I look at myself, you know, I, I can't afford to miss two or three days of work. And I can't even imagine a month off, you know, yeah. by the time, you know, uh, unemployment kicks in and whatnot. So, you know, just even like you guys, I, I think it's good if you're supporting, uh, you know, breweries or whatever, because, you know, there are a lot of places that are losing money too. You know, that's why I think they're now doing with curbside service for alcohol. Yeah, too, that's right. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I got a good friend. He's a barber, you know, and like that's shut down as well too. And even yeah. if he cuts hair on the side, like, you know, it's not like having your shop and people come in and out all day. It's like, you know, now you got to open up your home and be careful who you let in your home or oh, go yeah, do a house sure. call. And it's just, there's just so much money that's being lost, you know? And yeah. so, like I said, I'm fortunate to have a job. I'm fortunate to, I signed up for overtime on Saturday because I want to take advantage of it when it's there, because who knows, they may say, Hey, you know what? Your job isn't essential anymore because yeah. it's getting that bad. So, you know, I, to me, like I said, I like to just prepare, uh, and, and stay ready just in case anything you know happens. But, um, you know, we're here for each other. You know, I'm not saying that because we're on the podcast, but you know, <laughs> even offline, you know, if you guys ever need anything that I have, you let me know. And, you know, I'll do my best to be there for you guys. I appreciate you guys. And uh, we'll have a fun, uh, more, hopefully a more, a better experience podcast once this madness is all said yeah. and done. 
No, dude, for sure. Like we were supposed to have a a, a spring bong fight, bong bong. Bong. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a different kind. That's a different kind of bong fight. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're supposed to have a spring bonfire this Sunday today as we're recording this. But then, yeah, you know, all this shit happened. But yeah, dude, no, like for sure. As as soon as you know, gatherings of more than ten people are allowed, which I mean, I think is the usual amount of people who would show up. <laughs> <laughs> like uh no yeah we're definitely gonna get together and and yeah like give each other hugs and all that <laughs> but rudy has a good point bro thank you rudy it's all about respect and your freaking company respecting you and i don't think your company does that rod but whatever all right um, well i mean as long as the paycheck keeps coming in you know i what guess I mean? yeah helps pay the bill so all right i mean i'm still getting paid. i'm a sugar mama so you know get out of here dude. Yeah. <laughs> no no i've always said it's rod's trophy wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag rod's trophy wife <laughs> use that hashtag everybody anyway Rudy, yeah, well, yeah. thank you very much for for giving us a, a few moments of your time we know times are crazy right now and and especially now you know that you got a special lady friend we know you know your time is, is precious now so uh <laughs> So yeah, hopefully, you know, your lady friend can come out to the bonfire, uh, the the coronavirus-free bonfire once this is all over <laughs> and we get to meet her. And uh, and yeah, thank you very much for, for spending a couple of minutes with us. And, you know, we really, we, we appreciate you. We've known you for a long time. We love you very much. And we hope you're safe. We hope your mom's safe, your brothers, everybody's safe. And uh, yeah, and anything else? That's it. That's it. All, all right. right. Thanks, Rude Dog. Well, thanks a lot, Rude Dog. Okay. Take care of yourself. Take care. Okay. My Corona Diaries